0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with H-O-W-C Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it may seem to tarry, wait for it. Habakkuk 2 verse 3. I often go running in the mornings, and on these runs, I pray and I talk with God. I get my insights and instructions for the day ahead, and correction, if needed, for the day behind. But one morning, as I began my run, the Lord told me, Take it easy. Don't run, just walk. I complied, waiting for the order to run. I was used to running wide open. And at the end of my route, I would just collapse and lay there for a while and recover before I was able to get back on the path and head home. So, being used to this routine of all-out exertion followed by all-out exhaustion, I anxiously awaited the command to run, wanting to get going and see this thing done as soon as possible. Well, that order never came. What did come was an okay to pick up the pace to a swift but steady walk. Just fast enough to make good time, but slow enough to not easily wear out. So that moving at this steady pace, I got to the end of my route rather quickly and started the trek back. Wanting yet again to run, knowing my destination was near, the Lord spoke to me again. Saying, Don't run ahead of me, or you'll get to your destination in a useless state. Keep a swift but steady pace. You'll cover more ground that way than with wide open sprints followed by periods of burnout. I knew, of course, that he was talking about my run, but then again, I knew that he really wasn't. You see, the worst part about the burnout is that it's so hard to get back up from it and get back on the path again. At best, we waste a lot of time. And at worst, it discourages us from continuing to run the race altogether. We do tend to do this a lot in our Christian walk as well. God shows us a promise, a vision, or a destination And we run with all of our might trying to obtain it as soon as possible in our own strength. And we leave him, his wisdom, his power, his plan, and his strength behind in the process. We begin to depend on our enthusiasm, our stamina, and our own understanding to get us to where we want to be quickly. This is a very dangerous thing to do as a Christian. When we arrogantly overestimate our own strength and run ahead of God, we will find ourselves running alone into dangerous terrains filled with stumbling blocks, wrong paths, counterfeits, shady characters, and inevitably burnout. Remember the passage that we opened with in Habakkuk. It said that the vision was for an appointed time. There are things that God does in seasons. When the fullness of time has come, he will bring it to fruition. In the meantime, walk with him with endurance and with patience. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, we read this: Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he does not faint, neither does he grow weary. There is no searching the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary in their own strength and ability. And the young men, they shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. My friend, remember this, that God's timing is perfect. His plans and paths are never without cause nor are his delays without purpose. We have to learn to fully trust in, listen to, and wait on the Lord in all things. We must always move at God's pace so that we are able to lean on him when we get weak and be instructed by him when we are strong. This will not only ensure that you are able to make it to the destination, but also that you will be in a usable state when you get there. Remember, it's not a race of speed. It's a race of consistency. Run the race with obedience and endurance, and you'll avoid the burnout. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5-8 through eight says this, Trust in the Lord. With all of thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all of thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, but rather fear the Lord and depart from evil, for this shall bring health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Father, we repent of the times we've tried to move on alone, thinking that we understood. That our plans were good, that our resources were sufficient, that our understanding was complete, when in reality, you are the only one who can see the end from the beginning. Let us not take a step unless you're with us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also, or compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us father there are times when we have to pray for strength and we are so grateful that you are willing to give of the very resources of heaven to turn our nothing into something marvelous and majestic but i think the even harder task comes in the waiting Or in the pacing of our progress. The enemy often comes with many opportunities. To be distracted and exhausted. So Lord we pray today for ourselves and for the greater body of Christ. That you would reveal to them the ways that the enemy is trying to burn them out. To exhaust them with battles you never called them to with things you never told them to do running races when you're still walking behind with steady paces with the remnant who are more concerned with visiting and communing and walking with jesus than with the destination that they perceived was coming you see there's a very real danger when the lord shows you something When he places a promise in your heart, a destination, even a prophetic vision, maybe something that you know is coming, there is always the temptation to run and try to make it happen, to run ahead and get there and just do it. But the journey is just as important as the destination. The journey prepares you. It fills you up. It's that time with Jesus that you have as you walk and you talk and you listen and he teaches that will fill you up and give you something to release when you get there. I often think about Mary Magdalene and how she was willing to sit at the feet of Jesus. All that time spent listening while others were accusing her of being lazy. Yet she was the one that was ready at the resurrection and was released with the message to go and tell everyone else that Jesus was alive and that everything he had prophesied was true. He had gone to the Father and he would soon be back to prove it. She wasn't soon shaken. She wasn't broken in faith. She had been filled up and prepared in the waiting. My friend, I give you this. Though you must always guard your heart against hardness and maintain your humility and servanthood, you must be willing to help those in need and do the work of the kingdom. Yet can you not allow these things to steal away your time with Jesus? Don't get so distracted by the destination or just getting the work done that you forget to fellowship and be taught and instructed and visit with Jesus in the process as you're walking down that narrow path of righteousness. Father, help us to get this in our spirit today, not to be impatient. I think a lot of the time when we get anxious, we get frustrated, we get tired, we get burned out, we get hard, we get bitter. That's when the fruits of the flesh begin to manifest. Why? Because we're no longer abiding. We're not with Jesus. But when we take our time and we walk with him and we fellowship, the moment we begin to step off of that narrow path, he's going to correct it because he's right there with us. But more often than not, we're going to hear his heart about every situation that we encounter on the journey to the destination. We're going to reflect him. We're going to make the right decisions. We're not going to get lost or off course. We're going to move in the fruits of the Spirit, and the lessons that we learn in the process are going to end up being exactly what we needed when we get to where we're going. So remember to take a breath, take your time, and walk with Jesus. You see, you don't want to miss anything, any part of this journey, because he will instruct you through the circumstances of the things that you encounter on the way. The little missions and ministries and helps and roadblocks and bystanders that he stops to help. You will be with him and learning from him to be like him. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to get to your destination without it. Because when you get there, those will be the lessons that will be released as revelation. That will be the blessings that others have been waiting for. So don't forsake the importance of the time walking with the king. He has come down from his throne to work in the harvest fields with us. Don't take lightly that great and marvelous gift. Because if you try to run there, not only will you have nothing of value to give, you will also be very easily deceived by the enemy and defeated by his cunning. Because that you did not learn his tactics in the battles that you passed while you were running, you're going to get there not only weary, but weakened. And on the final day, you're going to realize that there were people you didn't help, assignments that you missed, Opportunities to be blessed and to be a blessing crowns that you didn't get. So that now you show up empty, unarmed, unlearned, and revelationless with nothing to lay at the feet of Jesus. Because he's not only the journey, he is the destination. You see, David, he gained a sword in his early battles with Goliath that helped him and others in future fights. He got revelation in the caves that prepared him for kingship. He was pursued by the enemy from the pasture to the palace. And if he had rushed to make his promise happen, he would have walked right out of hiding and into Saul's spear but he had patience and God himself set the stage for him to take his place in the proper time and season. So here is wisdom. Don't run ahead of God. Be patient. Be wise. Be gentle. Be vigilant. Be diligent. And stay close to Jesus. And above all of it, Enjoy your time with him, because it's really all about the abiding. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.